Peter Mead was with us uh, last week from the UK. That was a lot of fun chatting with him, wasn't it? Yeah, that was fun. We were talking about what it means to guard our hearts. Uh, Solomon wrote about that in Proverbs chapter 4. So anyway, uh, I like to read his stuff, and uh, he was writing about seven reasons guests guests don't return to uh, a church. And so uh, I thought I'd share some of these with you guys, see what you think. Uh, Number one... It's not a friendly church. You ever mm-hmm. go to a church when you're looking for a church and it yeah. just doesn't feel friendly? Yes, I've had that experience. Mark, what about you? Yes, yes, I, I can agree uh, with what Kate's saying. So it was, you know, you, when you walk in, you can just kind of, you can tell. It's, I, it's, it's like, yeah. <laughs> how do I put it? it? I can't even put it into words. Mm. You just kind of know. Well, this one church I went to had was pretty big and had these long halls. And I walked down the hall smiling, because I generally do anyway, and no one even looked at me. No one. They didn't acknowledge you no, at all? No. That's cool. Abs- yeah. And I thought, okay, well, and but it continued to happen. I joined a little group at one of the studies, and I met a so couple you didn't, of people. So you didn't give up? You, no, oh, no. You're like, okay, maybe no. it was just one I of thought, those days. You know, yeah. But no, they, it was always the people in the class, but boy, in the halls and in, in the church, it was ice, ice. And I just, I thought, I can't bring people here, so why do I go here? Hmm. If I can't bring people who are unsafe, you know, friends and, and say, oh, come it's to my church like you meet were, some nice people. Well, no, you won't. No, you won't. <laughs> they won't even talk to you or acknowledge right. your presence. Um. You know, it's like you wanted to like it there, right? I did. I really did. And I think that's true of all of us mm-hmm. as followers of Jesus. We we love community. We love to be with uh, our brothers and sisters in Christ. But uh, whether it be moving to a new city or maybe something happened at your other church, finding a church home is not as easy as it sounds. No. It's not. Here's another one that uh, Peter talks about. It's too much of a mystery He says this, the subculture of a local church is very alien to some visitors. Mm -hmm. If they come from a similar church, then they already know the language and all of that stuff. But if they're new to a church, it could be like a foreign country to them. So always being aware of how people may uh, be, you know, thinking as they walk into the church, is this really a mystery or can we walk through why we do what we do? And try to uh, make folks who are uh, visiting a church for the first time uh, feel comfortable and at ease. Um, the children didn't have a good time. That's right. another reason yes. why people don't mm-hmm. go back to a particular church as a parent. Yeah. However, um, let's see, what else do they have here? Um, the environment was off-putting. And, and what Peter talks about here, was it easy to find the church? Was it easy to park? Was it easy to find your way in down those long hallways? <laughs> You're like, yeah, yeah. The, the hallways are fine. It was the people. Yeah. That was the tough part. Did you feel safe? Was it easy to find seating? Uh, by the way, the front row doesn't count. Nobody right. wants to sit <laughs> on the front row. Was the atmosphere before and after uh, conducive to conversation and connection without being overwhelming? Uh, did the place have a strange smell? That's interesting that he put that in there. Was it warm enough? Boy, that's something you definitely would uh, think about. I need to bring a blankie. You know, and (laughs) did the service, uh, you know, it needs to make sense, he says. You know, know, and that kind of ties in with the whole mysterious part of it. Um, 
And then, of course, uh, maybe you didn't connect with the preaching, etc. Uh, reasons guests don't return. And, of course, uh, you know, maybe the most obvious is it, it just, if you sum it up, it's just not the church for me. Hopefully, when we are making a decision like this, we are praying big time. There is... There's part of, uh, part of this that we maybe don't pray about as much as we should. Lord, please lead us to the place where you would like to have us uh, serve others. Now, here's the deal. Um, we can very easily become a part of the consumer culture, and we have to acknowledge that. Uh, you know, it's all about me. So th- that's one right. danger where it's like, you know, all these... Mm-hmm. All these pieces have to be in place or I'm out of here. And you um, have to try. Hmm. Yeah, but to, what, what if God yeah. is calling you to a church that doesn't check all the boxes, checks the important ones, Yeah, like the preaching and doctrine and all of that? Right. But then there are some other things like maybe the environment or whatever, you know, the building and this and that, whatever. Maybe the people aren't super warm, but you feel like he's leading you to this church. Maybe that's because they need you. And it's about mm-hmm. you serving them as opposed to the church serving you. That's something to consider. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, we know there's no such thing as a perfect church. Right, right. But if you bring your friends and family that aren't really churched and, they have, and they're treated badly, it's like, well, I, I don't have time to rehabilitate this church. I have time to go find one where I can bring somebody. Right. And this is and not easy. That, I mean, where they're just not abused. I mean, there yeah. was, it was so cold, it was abusive. Yeah, that's not sad. good. That, that makes us sad. sad. Yeah. And we're not slamming the local or church. Or even the past. I don't know if he knew what was even going on. but uh, We're not slamming the local church, guys. No, love the, it. But here's love the deal. It. Here's the deal. This is reality, okay? Mm-hmm. It's not easy to find a church where you fit. And yeah. it can be a challenge. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife and I, were, uh, uh, we are uh, visiting several churches um, for various reasons. And uh, so we uh, went to a new church in our area this past weekend. And uh, the folks there were, uh, you know, they weren't intimidating or anything. Everything was fine. But... You know, something that was unusual, and this is no big deal, but the pastor was preaching out of the ESV, English Standard mm-hmm. Version of the Bible, and then the Pew Bibles didn't match with the translation. I was pleased to see it oh. was New American Standard, which is what we read here, right? Yeah. We, we like right, that one. That's my favorite, but yeah. But, uh, and so my wife wasn't looking at the Bible on her phone, and so she grabbed the NASB Pew Bible, and he's reading out of the ESV, and she was confused. And so I just pulled up the ESV on my phone, on my Bible app. But I thought, well, you know, Pew Bibles, you know, make sure the Pew Bibles match uh, what the pastor is actually preaching. Again, not mm-hmm. a deal breaker, but it's just something I thought about. Let's go to Lisa in Brooksville. Hi, Lisa. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys today? Doing Thanks. great. What say you on this? Okay. So it's so funny that you were saying that because uh, – my husband and I, we actually live in Brooksville, and we travel almost an hour and a half to get to church. We used to live uh, near the Clearwater area, but um, when we found that church, we were at a previous church that was not so friendly. I mean, um, I went there for almost three years, and they still never knew my first name. Mm-hmm. They knew my mother, and they knew my daughter, but they didn't know me. So when we moved uh, over to the Clearwater area— we were told about this church. We started going, 
And when we purchased a house over uh, 65 miles away, we still go to that church. We are, this is, I know there's no perfect church, but to us, it's the perfect church. We fit in. We went there. We were greeted like we were family. I mean, our Mm -hmm. first time. The pastor treated us as if, you know, he welcomed us into their home. They, They have this thing, it's called like a meet and greet, and they really get to know who their new members are. My husband and I ended up taking over the greeting ministry. We've been there now in that position for 10 years. And it is like, oh my gosh. So what happens is when we uh, get new guests, we make them feel the same experience that we did. We truly welcome them yeah. and we yeah. wouldn't have it any other way. So New Destiny Worship Center in Clearwater, Florida is the place. I mean, it's, it's every church is not for everybody, but we try to make it for everybody. Lisa, I think that's fantastic. Um, I'm so glad you called. You know, that's... That's really important. And, you know, to be close in proximity uh, to a church, I think, is obviously ideal because then you can become more involved. It's like right there in your area. But when you drive, uh, you have to drive a long ways to church. Yeah. It makes it harder to become involved in Yeah, and in to activities. do the little things, yeah. Right. Yeah. Nevertheless, um, you know, a lot of people are like, it's worth it. It's worth it for me to do the commute right. so I can be involved in this church, which we applaud you for that. Let's go to Lori, Marco Island. Hi, Lori. How are you? I'm well this morning. How are you all doing? Good. We're doing great. Welcome to the conversation. Well, thank you. Um, I appreciate what Lisa said about how friendly their church is over the long term. Um, I went to a mega church in Cincinnati with my brother, and I was overwhelmed with friendliness, quote unquote. <laughs> they were like all over you. Like I felt I was trapped. Yes. Yeah. 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 Coffee, yeah. I know. Cookies, yeah. Donuts. Like, oh my gosh, let me just sit and <laughs> take a breath here. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think yeah. that's true. You could. It could be the too much, but when they don't even yeah. won't even recognize that you're a human. You know. You know another there thing. There is a, yeah. a middle point there. But you know what, guys. Uh, I've been to churches where they say, okay, if you're a visitor today, would you please stand up? Right. That, as an introvert, <laughs> as an introvert, um, I, I that's just, I'm just speaking for myself here. It sounds yeah. to me, though, Lori, that you agree with me that that's, that's not a great thing in your book. Absolutely, absolutely. As an introvert, sort of an extroverted introvert, I can, you know, be social and all, but when I first go into a new place, let me let me get my bearings here and don't jump on me the minute I walk in the door. Boy, that's yeah. true. Yeah, that can be overwhelming. Yeah. Thanks, Lori. Have that's a great funny. day today. Let's go to Keisha next in Lakeland. Hi, Keisha. Yes, hi. Good morning. How are you? Doing great. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for taking my call. I married my husband, who is slightly older than I am by 21 years, and I grew up Baptist, and we both did, and so when we got married and moved to Lakeland, I wanted to find a church, because the church we got married in was over towards Clearwater, and so that's a little bit of a drive, and we started touring different churches and going to different churches in the area. We had a church when I filled out the visitor's card, they said that they will welcome me, but not my husband. What? What? Okay. Yeah. And I was like, 
Oh, we are also an interracial couple. So, um, oh, oh wow. man. I wonder that's... what. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, that, that's, that's, that's unacceptable. Not, that's not. That's not the part, that's not the reason that they did it. It turns out they ran a background check on this and said that because he had been arrested for something, he wasn't welcome. But I was more than welcome to come back. Uh, I'm sorry, but if you're only looking for people with perfect records and that has never done anything, and they are actually trying to better their lives and get from under the situation if unless i've read a different version of the bible you're supposed to welcome the sinner you're Mm -hmm. not supposed to shun them oh my goodness yeah keisha i'm so sorry you guys had to go through that that's that's pretty intense there wow yeah imagine a church saying the wife can come but the husband can't come i mean (laughs) that sounds crazy that because it is crazy yeah I yeah. mean, yeah, exactly. The church should be a place where people are welcomed, mm-hmm. people who need forgiveness. Guess what? That's each and every one of us. Yep. Um, now, I realize, and this is another issue as well, you know, you have folks uh, who serve in the church and they do background checks. I understand all of right. that, but to tell you that you can't come to the right. church. Don't put them in charge of uh, the money, maybe, or something. But yeah, I know, a, but that's, that's a whole yeah. sit in the pew. Man, yeah, that's a different that's thing. That's crazy. Prayer, always praying, Lord, please lead us to where you want us to serve. Meteorologist Alan Winfield, who has served on a uh, church staff as a pastor. Alan, it's not easy to find a church where you fit in, is it? No, it's not, and that's probably why there are so many churches in the area. But the good thing is, when you find one, you know it. It fits like a glove, and you feel really awesome because you feel like, hey, God has personally directed you to the place that you need to be. You actually made a transition not too long ago, right, to a a different church. Yeah, I did. You know, I retired, and then it was a little awkward. I stayed for about a half year at my old church, and it was just a little awkward, nothing bad. Um, And I thought, you know what, I'll make a clean break. I'm a free agent. (laughs) So um, I I did. I found another church somebody had told me about, and it's uh, it's amazing. I'm fitting right in. I'll be teaching. I'm going to lead a group to Israel from the church. I'm, I'm plugging right in, and it's been great. And I still go visit my old church, but I love my new church. That's awesome. Yeah, that's great. We we hope that we've been an encouragement to you in some way. If you are between churches or you're having trouble finding a church where you fit in, um, the Lord is going to lead you. Don't give up. It's easy to give to give up and just become very discouraged. And, you know, Alan, something we were talking about a few minutes ago is the fact that, you know, we're not looking for a perfect church because we know there is no such thing. But the main things need to be important. You know, they need to be biblical, for real. Doctrine has to be in place. The main things need to be the main things. So all of that is self-evident. However, uh, these other things, if they don't completely line up, what if the Lord is leading us to that church because he wants us to serve the people there? It's not about us as much as it is about us serving the people who are there. Do you think the Lord calls us to do that sometimes? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and it's, it's really hard for people to get out of that mentality of it's not about us. Mm. But if we can go to church with that mentality 
and worship and be in a service. And, uh, you know, in fact, I've heard pastors talk about this a lot, where sometimes people go in almost with a scorecard and they're, they're checking it off each service. Like, did this match my needs? Did I like that worship song? Uh, did in that sermon, wow, he didn't mention that one thing. So I'm disappointed. You're making it about you. If you just sit there and listen and allow God to give you what you need, uh, he knows better than what we think we need. Um, you can get a whole lot more out of the, the experience. Yeah. So your best advice for folks who are looking for a new church, if you had to encapsulate it, what would you tell them? Um, well, I like what you said, and that is, first of all, everything needs to line up scripturally. Uh, you need to be discerning and be on guard. Um, but if that happens, uh, you're, you're going to know it. I mean, it may not be the very first week. Sometimes people go in and they're, they'll immediately say, oh, I'm at home now. Uh, but keep going in, and, and now with the, the modern internet, you know, you can sit and check out services at many churches each week because everything's online, and you'll find a place. Uh, don't ever give up. Don't ever be discouraged. Don't let one bad church experience keep you from going to another one. Amen. Right on. Yeah. Let's go to Kevin. Hey, Kevin, how you doing? Hey, good. How are you? Doing great. What do you think about this? Well, it, it's it actually is like really hard. My wife and I used to go to a church for a long time, but we're too far away now. So we, it took us forever to find a good church in the area that was Bible based. And, you know, we're not trying to be consumers or anything. Like we don't care about the incidentals, but if the preaching isn't Bible based, it's no good. And unfortunately that's pretty rare nowadays. Agreed, Kevin. Uh, unfortunately, we're not tra- trying to be, by the way, uh, overly critical of the local church, okay? That's that's not what we're trying to do here. But we also have to, to be honest, right? We have to talk about some of these challenges. And there are many churches that are not uh, preaching the truth out of God's Word. Maybe, they, maybe they're not in full compromise, but it's, it's not really the stuff that feeds your soul, and, and maybe they... They don't use a lot of Bible, right? I mean, that's the authority that we have is God's Word. So let's go to uh, who is next on line two. That would be uh, Jackie. Hi, Jackie. How are you? Good morning. Great to have you with us. What do you think? Well, I I am one of those people that had to search and search, went to over two dozen churches in my area, and the one thing I looked be- besides the obvious was a serving church-friendly family. When they extend a hand of kindness and smiles, uh, it tells me a little bit about how they support their pastor and that they're an extension of their pastor. Mm. And I found my church. I found my church family that is unified. And I found a pastor and his wife who walk what the pastor preaches. And that means a lot. Awesome. That truly means a lot. They are supportive of the people that come. Yes. They they live by the word and they want to share it with the world. So I am one of the few that is very blessed but in you, having found that church. But you know what, Jackie? I have to tell you this. You didn't give up. And my guess is you were praying the whole time. Lord, lead me, guide me. Uh, power of prayer. Absolutely. Yeah. And the power of perseverance as you're praying, too, for something like this. We should pray without ceasing, right? That's what the Bible tells us. We should pray about everything, and uh, that should be natural for us, right? Just like breathing. Let's go to Loretta next in Fort Myers. Hi, Loretta. How are you? Good morning. I'm doing great. Thanks for taking my call. You betcha. Uh, 
Yeah. So, yeah, my my big thing, as the previous uh, caller stated, was, you know, the, you know, the, the biblical foundations. But for me, it was the size and the connection. And I'm used to smaller churches and I searched for literally years and I found this one 10 minutes from my home. And it's about having that initial contact of how you feel welcomed with the love of Christ. And you feel the spirit of the Lord in that place and in the people. And it was it was an amazing experience that I found this place. And it was definitely a godsend. And it was an answer to prayer. So I would say the connection, the minute you walk in that door for the very first time is really, really important for some people. Because you never know what they're going through. And they might need that reaching hand, you know, say, hey, how are you? That's that's wonderful. You know, you mentioned, uh, Loretta, the fact that the church that you're attending is, uh, your church now is about 10 minutes from your house. Uh, proximity is so very important, so it seems to me, which, uh, you know, the way it's always worked for my family, the longer we have to drive, the harder it is for us to be active in the life of the church. Small groups, et cetera, et cetera. Because if you have to drive a long ways, then for us, we found that to be a challenge, especially with the traffic we have in our area and all of that. So the fact that you found a church within 10 minutes of your house, that's a real blessing. Yeah, and just if I can add really quick, it was a little bit of, like I said, a godsend because I had been searching and I came home from uh, running errands one day and I saw this cup on my doorstep and it said, the name, this name of a church. And so I looked it up online to see what they were about and who they were, and I couldn't find it. But the church that I, I actually did, you know, I actually attend now was the one that I ended up thinking that's what it was. So I go to this church, I'm like, wait, this is not the one on the cup. <laughs> this is not the one and on the, yeah, exactly. That has got to be a God wink, as I like to call them, because it was just like a miracle. Ten minutes, like you said, from the house, and makes it so accessible and um, it was just an amazing experience. So, thank That's great. Thank you, Loretta, very much for uh, for joining us. Blessings to you guys, you and your family today. Uh, let's see. Next to join us, let's go to Tracy in Bradenton. Hi, Tracy. How are you? Good. How are you? Doing great. Give me some thoughts uh, on all of this. So, kind of like um, one of the others that I already spoke, I, I'm looking for, I'm used to in the past having a church where the pastor prepares his own sermon um, that you know he's studied, you know, for the whole week to have that sermon. And it's not prepared um, on a master plan. There's no media behind where it's, it's already prepackaged sermon. It's um, heartfelt from the Bible. I want a church where people still bring their Bibles to church um, and where the worship is beautiful, but it's not the central focus. It's not the, it doesn't have the feel of entertainment where it feels like it's just a genuine expression of worship to God and where the main focus is the teaching and preaching of the pastor. Tracy, thank you for sharing that. You see, as we have this conversation, just hanging out together as believers, brothers and sisters, do you see how we are able to uh, maybe get some guidance on all of this? If you are in the process of searching for a home church, maybe there's something that somebody is sharing that's resonating uh, with you right now. We hope that that is the case. Let's see, Adelina, what say you this morning? Yeah, well, I moved to um, Lakeland uh, four years ago now, and I've been going around trying to look for a church, and I've been to different churches, but 
My problem is I need to feel the Holy Spirit when I walk into a church. Yeah. And when I'm there and listening to the gospel with, with the priest, you know, and I just I just don't don't feel it. Hmm. I, I, and I still don't feel it. The last time I felt it was in 2016 when I was in Fort Lauderdale. I had a wonderful church there, but unfortunately we had to move to Lakeland. And I haven't found that, uh, I don't know, that feeling and uh, the warm, you know, that you go into a church and... I mean, I don't go there for people to say hello, good morning, but you want to feel like a family place. Mm. You're going to a family place. You, you understand what I mean? I sure do, Adelina. I sure do. And it can be a very big challenge for us, you know, especially when you move and you're in a totally new city. And and so I guess uh, the bottom line here, uh, follower of Jesus, don't be discouraged, even though you visited many churches. Just try to keep your heart where it needs to be. It's not like, okay, well, I'm looking for the perfect church. We know that perfect church does not exist. But there are the intangibles, and I believe that God can guide us through all of those things. But keep in mind, the enemy of your soul wants to keep you away from the local church um, because we need each other. And so don't give up. And if you're dealing with church hurt, you might have given up completely. Uh, you You can walk slowly through all of this. Just don't give up. God is going to lead you every step of the way.